Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back, everybody. You're here with Bernice. And I'm Ella, and this is Thanks for Your Concern. Welcome back. We're so excited to have you this week. Uh, let's do a quick checking before we get back into breakups. Ella, how are you doing? Okay, so this week I got a Christmas tree, and this is the first Christmas tree that I've ever had because I'm the mistress of the house finally. And <laughs> we went to get the Christmas tree, we brought the Christmas tree in the house, and guess what? My roommate, who wanted the Christmas tree, he mm-hmm. was actually a bigger pusher of getting the Christmas tree than I was, had a freak allergic reaction because he forgets he's allergic to pollen. And I don't know, he thought like, oh. It's like a real Christmas tree. Yeah, it's a real oh, Christmas okay, tree. Okay, okay. And he thought, well, the Christmas tree is dead, so there's no way that this is going to be a problem. So he had like <laughs> an anaphylactic like incident and... um and now he was like, well, I, we were discussing it. And I was like, we have to keep the Christmas tree. I'm not getting rid of the Christmas tree. So you need to move out for like four or five weeks. I don't know. But no, he's going to the doctor today to get a, a allergy shot. shot. So he should be good. This week I I went to my high school track. I live pretty close to the place I went to high school. And I just like got, got hit with just memories of high school because – I started my period this week, so I was feeling that extra depression and nostalgia. And at first, I was, like, on a high because I had just been on a run, and I was like, oh, my God, I miss gymnastics. I wonder if I could do everything I did in gymnastics in high school. And, of course, like, I don't know if it was the adrenaline or whatever. Like, I did all my splits. I fucking did, like, car wheels and fucking round-offs and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, my God. I still got it. I did not still have it, okay? Yesterday was the worst day of my fucking life. Everything hurt. I hurt myself, essentially. But another thing that I thought about was, does any, like, did anybody else, maybe this is just a Pacific Northwest thing, but did anybody else, like, drink under a bridge in high school or, like, at the park? Girl, you know I did. <laughs> yeah. You know I did. Yeah. And that's like a really like Seattle high school thing to do. But I'm just wondering about like other places like, in the east coast or like places that don't necessarily have a lot of parks like in high school where did you drink what'd you do you know different lifestyles i think i've heard that people just like drink in open fields oh i that's like a thing that makes sense did you guys box in high school was that also a thing let us know i'm very intrigued um (laughs) my sister my sister was actually talking to me about how she she used to box in high school like at the kegs and i was like i never i saw a girl get her like teeth knocked out once and i was like that's it's not for me this is the money maker (laughs) i swear to god we must have like been at the same kegs like you know we just didn't know each other but i remember i was trying to box this girl and she was like i'm not gonna box you and i was like you stupid ass bitch like box me right now and i in retrospect it was like the daytime thursday like maybe not the best dead, for a boxing she was match. dead sober yeah yeah <laughs> she's probably taller than you thought she might hurt no, you no 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 she was my height that's why i challenged her you, you picked a good opponent yeah all right i, I wanted it to be a fair a fair fight <laughs> should we get into the episode yeah let's, let's get into the it. episode So last week we talked um, about breaking up with people. It can be difficult. And then we kind of mentioned the the after effects of breaking up with someone. So we're really going to dive into um, what are some of those faces this week. 
But I want to start off with like maybe places. Ella, did you ever get broken up like awkwardly or like at a bad place? Yeah, my birthday. That was probably the worst one. <laughs> Which birthday? Birthday. It must have been 22. So it was years ago. But I remember he, you know what? Fuck him. He's a piece of shit. He gaslighted me after a lot of incidents. But he broke up with me because he was like, you're so aggressive. Like, So we got in a huge argument that day when we were pre-gaming for my birthday party. And it was me, him, and my little. And we were arguing because he had a gun that he kept like underneath what? his pillow. And I was like, that seems inappropriate. A poor choice. Yeah. Like, of placement. We live in Pullman. It's one of the safest cities in America. Yeah. Like, who is coming after you? Who, <laughs> you don't have enemies like this. <laughs> and we got this huge argument. And then I was like, whatever. You're more likely to use it on yourself than anybody else. And he got so upset. And he was like, why would you say that to me? And I was like, that's a statistic. <laughs> fact that's a fucking fact so then later that night he was like no i I just feel like we don't see eye to eye i'm gonna end things and i was like what am i supposed to go fuck somebody else at my birthday party like we're together (laughs) what happened that's it i don't know that's it (laughs) were you trying to like touch his dick at the birthday party well no it wasn't like that it was more like let's go home like i'm done with my party and he was like like i don't want to leave yet like uh why are you trying to be so aggressive and i was like I'm just trying to have birthday sex. And then we ended things that night and um Damn dude. <laughs> um that that is an awkward place to be yeah. up with. Um I have a friend who broke up with her boyfriend who took her to like a music festival, like physically drove her to a music festival. And mind you, like in Washington, you don't go to a music festival like right by your house. Like the gorge yeah. is like hours away. So he like drove her to the music festival. She broke up with him in the music festival. And then he had to drive her all the way back to her house afterwards. She's better off. I she was is, there. She is better off. That's just like some bad timing, though. You know what I mean? It's like you couldn't wait till you got home. That, that must have been a fucking uncomfortable <laughs> three hour car ride back to her I house. mean, it was uncomfortable at the campsite. <laughs> i'm gonna say that so i can't even imagine the car ride but you know sometimes things come to a head and then just like things have to end mostly you're at a rave you realize you're happy you realize the person next to you kind of sucks and you're like mm-hmm. out with the old in with the new <laughs> space jesus just fucked me up let's go ah, love space jesus another one i this is a big one for me because i see this all the time with marriage proposals Maybe in movies, it's when they say no. But the thing is, I think it's super weird that, like, men just said, like, you're on the men's schedule and time where they feel ready to propose to you, and you're just suddenly supposed to also be ready? Like, what? You know what I mean? Like, don't I don't you- know if I know anyone that's gotten married. Um, I know, like, a few people that have gotten married, but I just, like, with the proposals for me, it's just, like, I feel like there needs to be a conversation before you propose to somebody. Yeah, of like, probably. Are you, are you on the same page I am? Because I feel like sometimes when, like, if you get proposed to, you're supposed to just, like, make up your mind in that fucking second. Like, the dude had time to think about that he was getting ready to get married by buying the ring, like, taking those actions. But, like, you, as the one that's getting proposed to, maybe you haven't fucking thought about that. Marriage is a mind-boggling <laughs> situation in and of itself but yeah no probably should be having a conversation yeah also i think that people 
should talk about how they want to get proposed to because like yeah. i personally would hate to get proposed to in like a public a restaurant yeah, yeah. disgusting public setting <laughs> family event no you know and i think it's funny because i i don't maybe i don't want to ever get proposed to because i shit on being like you shouldn't have a planned proposal because like when you plan your proposal that's like so fake and stupid but then i'm like actually when you don't plan your proposal that's disgusting because you didn't get a conversation no 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 i want it very planned i just don't want it in public i also don't want it on a holiday because the thing Mm. is is i don't want to like ruin that holiday if things don't go well you know well like oh you got proposed to on christmas guess what christmas is gonna come up every fucking year and then you'll be like oh remember when i got proposed to and i thought that was gonna be the person i was with for the rest of my life and then we got divorced 10 years later this is depressing oh and then every christmas you just think of that that makes sense i want a random day and your birthday too Ugh, that would be the worst that would be the fucking worst someone tries to corrupt your birthday by fucking proposing <laughs> making it about them yeah the audacity mm-hmm. <laughs> don't propose on her birthday it's a bad call um all right so let's talk a little bit about the post breakup phases the rebound the hoe phase the sad girl phase the e-girl phase all right so for me my favorite face is the hoe face obviously because i feel like this happens usually right after you break up with somebody or admit the middle where either like you get broken up with or they break up with you you may not be in the best mental space to be completely honest this one might be like your Mm self-destructive uh face but you just start like meeting new people people attract you you're just kind of like he is the exact opposite of my ex like maybe he's my soulmate who knows oh my gosh (laughs) funny story that i didn't plan on talking about but when i broke up with my ex like we went to an exchange, which was basically we went to a frat to, like, meet new people or whatever. And I met this guy, and I was like, oh, he's everything my ex wasn't. And I just was like, <laughs> I'm making out with this guy. This is it. And later on, I found out that, he like, he was kind of a cokehead and piece of shit. Mm. But in the moment, mm. I was like, this is it. Like, I just, like, this is the person that I have been hindered from and i haven't been able to talk to or try to build a connection with because i've been in a relationship and now i can hoe out and like meet new people and maybe Mm -hmm. find something better you know it's really like a growing phase i think Mm -hmm. and i also feel like usually people like after you get broken up with like they radiate to you so and then you tell them like oh i just got broken up with and either you find other people who are like oh my god i just broke up with somebody too we want something definitely like super casual um that's fun or or they hear through the grapevine and they're like finally she's single that's yeah. that's the other radiation yeah exactly and then they come out and they tell you all the feelings they had for you mm-hmm. during the time that you were with somebody else or also during this phase is when your friends come out and they're like we never liked him anyway and, and they speak the truth then they also get drunk with you, which is I think maybe that's why it's my favorite one because like your friends are just like there, they're ready to it's party, just fun. They're re- yeah, they're ready to encourage you to like do whatever. Um, so that is my favorite face. Um, up next, Ella, what we got? We got the sad girl face. <laughs> one I tear, think, literally one single tear. Because the thing is, is that the hoe phase is fun for a little bit, but then it's always like the grass was greener on the other side. So I feel like mm. you're like, I want to be single because I can do whatever the fuck you I yeah. want, and then you get to the 
then being single is fun for a little bit, but then you realize, oh, I want cuddles. Yeah. I don't want to go out. I want cuddles. And I feel like this is also the time where you realize, like, you miss... Because obviously when you're dating someone, they're not just, like... Part of being your boyfriend is, like, being your friend, being that person Mm -hmm. that you talk to every day. So I feel like during this phase, it's, like, the part that you miss just having that person that you talk to every day, like, the person who they are. Maybe seeing something, like, a meme or something funny that, you know, they would also enjoy and being, like, oh, I shouldn't text them this because we don't talk anymore. (laughs) I think that's the worst part, mm-hmm. obviously, like, I don't know, I don't want to tear up, but, like, if I ever break up with my boyfriend now, I'm gonna fucking be distraught, because it's, like, we literally send each other memes, we know each other's humor, we know, like, what each other likes and dislikes, and it's mm-hmm. just, like, really hard not to reach out, even though that's, like, you're not supposed to do that, like, that's, yeah. like, just traps you back in. I can definitely resonate with that, because when I broke up with the the man I'm currently uh, dating, but, mm-hmm. you know, in the past, <laughs> um, the... That was the hardest part. It was like I like a new song would come out and we're both like really into EDM and I'd be like, oh, I really want to like share this with him. But like maybe I shouldn't because I broke up with him and I understand like he needs his time or whatever. But then whenever we would like get together and talk, that was like one of the things that was like, well, am I just not supposed to reach out to you like at all? Like I see all these things that like remind me of you that I want to share with you. So that's probably the hardest part. The sad girl face sucks. Okay. And you know, this is, I feel like this is when you, your friends start to try to cheer you back up so you can go back to your hoe phase. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because I feel like sometimes from that outside looking in, your friends know why the breakup happened. Yeah. And also it's hard for, I think, friends to understand like what a relationship with someone really was. I just feel like it's natural for us to like vent to our friends and be like, mm-hmm. he's a piece of shit, like da 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 da. So they might not see all of like the nice moments that you exactly. have and like the friendship that you've built with somebody. So they're like, no, fuck him. Remember mm-hmm. the reason that you broke up with him is because of A, B, C, and D. Like those things are still relevant. There. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. And I think, like, also during the sad girl phase, these are the times where you, like, kind of second guess, like, your decision about either Mm -hmm. breaking up with them or about them breaking up with you and if you want to go back to them and if you want to, like, try to um, get them back. So I think this is the most dangerous phase. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. I mean, I feel like the sad girl can go... You can either, like, be more sad or you can be go back into the hoe phase thinking that that's going to, like, help. I think there's a lot of different ways that you can get out of the sad phase, including the hoe phase. But also one of them can be, like, going into a, like, really healthy phase. I've seen a lot Mm -hmm. of girls be, like, really sad and then, like, pick themselves up at the bootstraps and being, like, we're going vegan. (laughs) Make lifestyle changes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) I'm going to work out. I hike now. Yeah. I kayak by myself. I love that. Yeah. I do that too. I only eat organic. <laughs> Another one. New new year, new me. And lastly, I think this this goes into um, our angry phase, but it can also be into the sad girl phase, is uh, hitting up your ex for closure. <laughs> you know, I'm going to give some advice that I got from my therapist. Closure is something you give yourself. Mm-hmm. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy, right? Because I've so many times just been like, why? Like, or like, I have a hard time when I break up with people where it's just like, why couldn't you have done better? Mm. And they never have a good answer. It's always like, I just didn't. 
And so sometimes you just have to give yourself closure and like realize the reasons why you broke up with someone or the reasons why you got broken up with. And the angry girl closure phase is just not good. It's not because for me, I think getting closure is always a bad idea and you mm-hmm. just need to like sit it like sit it out and like even though this person was your friend be like I don't like I can't have you contact me for a while and that's the way that like time's gonna heal me rather than like me having more conversations with you just I don't know where I heard this but it's like what it's the same thing that happens like almost with alcoholics (laughs) it's like what this person releases like your dopamine levels so Mm. like every time that you talk to them your dopamine levels like spike yeah so you're like oh my god like this person like i really like this person i really like talking to this person and then you go like into withdrawals essentially and then when you talk to them again it like rises those back up so at the end of the day like you're only hurting yourself by like reaching out again and you're not gonna get any answers that satisfy anything that you're looking for because at the end of the day it's like a you thing yeah um and so that can definitely lead to the angry phase and i've been there before and i can tell you it's not pretty it's not a good look (laughs) I mean, I've lashed out in the angry phase and done things I'm not proud of, but getting broken up with is just never easy. And sometimes it's about you. Sometimes it's not. Like, sometimes you're a perfectly good person, but you just don't fit with the other person. And I feel like I've done a lot of, like, you know, shadow work and, like, fucking therapy or whatever. (laughs) And I've just come to realize that, like, you want someone in your life. You don't need someone in your life. Mm, I like that. If you need someone in your life when your needs are not met, then, like, what are you going to do? Like, look left, look right, you're lost. But if you just want someone in your life and it's just, like, something that you want and it's, like, it just changes the format, I guess. And so I feel like I, in previous relationships, was like, oh, my God, I need this person. Like, this person completes me. And then when they break up with you, you're just fucking lost. But if you already are complete within yourself, someone breaking up with you is it is what it is that's true i think for me the biggest thing that like i was angry about is that i felt like my time is money and you've wasted it and i can't Mm -hmm. and almost i'm like mad at myself for like letting myself put so much time and effort into something that was never gonna grow more than like you know than what it was so i think like at the end of the day like that's my angry phase i do a lot of like um i sing a lot of like that i drunk i don't fuck with you song I don't fuck fuck with you. you. Yeah, that one. Um, (laughs) I listen to Ariana Grande. You know, I have (laughs) never been a huge Ariana Grande fan, but she's got some good breakup songs. She does. Yeah. I'm telling you, I listened to one of her. Oh, SZA. She a good one. I get so lonely. I pretend (laughs) like we work. I love that stuff. You sound just like her. I know. (laughs) No, but like, I swear you need a breakup album because Mm -hmm. it's like someone else relates to you, you know? And then you realize, no, 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 no. I'm a fucking boss ass bitch. I'm a SZA Ariana Grande ho out here. I don't need to be angry about this. And I think the most beautiful part is when you grow out of these like faces, the monumental face, the one where you're like almost healed is the, as I like to call it, new hair hoodies. And I don't know if you've noticed, but. Oh, I've noticed. <laughs> I get the, I get the Snapchats of, I cut my bangs. I have bangs now. <laughs> or just, I went blonde. I chopped off all my hair. Yeah. <laughs> new um, look, new me. I've been seeing a lot of like the e-girl bangs where they like dye just, just the, the start of their hair, mm-hmm. which I always feel it's a bad idea because 
then you just have one bleach part of your hair and then fixing that is kind of um you know the the e-girl looks a commitment (laughs) it's a commitment yeah the single strand on each side yeah for sure but i i love seeing a good hair color change after a breakup that's like my yes she's moved on she she took out her old self she threw her away we don't even know her anymore. We built. We grew. We're a new person. She paid so $250 new, for yes. that hair. We need new hair because I'm a new person. I love when someone goes through an aesthetic change, too. Yeah. The bleach just purifies and resets your psyche. Oh, for sure. Yeah. New clothes. The old clothes held bad memories in the fibers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the gifts that he gave you, gone. <laughs> All the pictures on your Instagram, archived archived yeah i don't like to really delete them because i like to look back at some pictures of mainly myself but like if you were in the picture like that's cool so i'll archive them i delete (laughs) boom 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 i want to delete you out my life there's literally like no physical evidence of me and my ex (laughs) like they've never existed no i'm I'm that's true i've never seen a picture of your ex to this day i'm it's embarrassing picture it's embarrassing so it's embarrassing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, no, I just like deleted it because it's like it was honestly the captions are what got me. Mm. I was like, oh, like fucking happy four months and 10 days with my ex and my best friend. Da, 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 da. I'm like, ew, this is disgusting. Like, I can't believe you even celebrated your fucking like 28th week anniversary, you know? Yeah, that yeah. sounds a little much. <laughs> But after all your all your faces, I am I think uh, I don't know. I feel like you reach a state where of what like sin. <laughs> yeah, new year, new you. It's like I feel like sometimes. Well, Greta said last week that breakups can prompt like the best glow ups, right? And I really believe that because I just feel like I see so many girls who are just like bogged down by this ex, and then they get broken up with, or they broke up with them, and they're just a new person there's just new life in them because there's a whole new world of possibility and you get to worry about yourself and yeah. see how the relation and reflect on the relationship that you had and maybe the ways that like you acted that you weren't like almost like proud of yourself for acting or the ways that like i think certain people like affected you and like who you were as a person how maybe you changed and yeah how you changed your lifestyle to maybe fit somebody else's i think that's A lot of people, like, obviously, like, relationships are compromises, but sometimes people make bad compromises with Mm -hmm. their significant other, and it's like, no one should dim your shine or be less of yourself so that that you can fit in somebody else's life or narrative of who they think a girlfriend should be and, like, what a girlfriend should be. And sometimes I see women who, I mean, just women, but anybody, who just try to like fit into a mold that their significant other has created for them that they don't really fit in and then as soon as that is broken they get to be themselves again we shouldn't see breakups as a bad thing there's no bad breakups i agree i just feel like some people are so like worried about breaking up with somebody that they don't do it because they're like oh my god breakups are bad big breakups are failures and so then they're afraid to break up with someone so then they stay with someone for super long because they don't want to like look to their like you know, because of the image they've created on Instagram or this, that, and the mm. other. You know, I always think about the people, like, on YouTube that have, like, like couples accounts. Yeah. What the fuck do you do if you don't, like, do you not like them anymore? 
you know and like if you'd never block yourself then what is your identity without them yeah and then there's also a piece where they've created a relationship that is not real because because everything is filmed mm-hmm and because they edit things and it's like i know someone you know we edit the podcast or whatever mm-hmm. but could you imagine like editing your relationship to appear a certain way yeah yeah and i think a lot of people do that on instagram where they're like let's put all the happy moments of my relationship mm-hmm. and then they get to this point when they're like this isn't even what my relationship is but i don't want to break up with someone because all my friends all my family are gonna have to say something about it because i've only put a certain image of my relationship that isn't real yeah i think uh when i first broke up with my boyfriend i know a lot of my family members definitely had a lot of questions and i was just like my dad was like is there somebody else and i was like paco chill like no like (laughs) i'm really just like trying to worry about myself and i think it took them a little bit to understand that that it's like no i invested a lot of myself into this relationship that i lost myself a little bit and i I just need to, like, I don't know, fucking reground real quick. Like, regroup, yeah. figure out who I am, figure out what I value, what I want to work on and in other relationships, like, in future relationships, what I want to do with my fucking life. And I need to do that by myself. And it was, I think, hard for my parents to understand. They were like, well, I thought this was serious. And I'm like, it, it is. It like, is. It is serious. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... It's definitely never a bad idea to take time just for yourself. And even as you go through these spaces, you're learning things about yourself and you're experimenting with yourself. I think something that we didn't get to in one of these phases, like during the hoe phase, I know some friends who had boyfriends all their lives. And when they broke up with them, they were like exploring their sexuality. And I feel like Mm -hmm. that's something actually really powerful. And maybe even it's a privilege that like, as straight passing uh, like women we get to like explore our sexuality like uh, now Mm -hmm. and figure out like well i've been with a boy all my fucking life and now i want to see like if i'm into girls like who do i even like so you never know maybe you're gay (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's a it's a thought i've had (laughs) i'm like am i pan i don't know someone help There's no guidebook to sexuality. It's weird. It's also 2020 where I feel like, especially in Seattle, things are very accepted. So you just like have the thought and then it's like, oh, why do I always end up with white men, though? You know, (laughs) we can't get away, man. We can't get away. (laughs) If you got answers for us or maybe you want to hear an episode about sexuality, let us know. We'd love to talk about it. Or if you want to be a guest deep dive Woof. i love a good deep dive <laughs> plugs of the week plugs of the week all right this week for my plug of the week i am plugging at moon juve on instagram you can also find her at www.moonjuve.com she makes art in collages so you can buy her prints on there and they um are like retro psychedelic um it would definitely be kind of like a talking statement piece for like your room or maybe living room also she has a lot of like astrology zodiac pieces so if you're into those check her out support a small business love it so my shout out of this week is urban native era they have a really cool collection that is you are on native land it's like super cool it's dope and it's um 
native owned business and the clothing is super tight and very like statement pieces and they're a little small company and i love it so you can find them at urbannativeera.com remember to submit your plugs of the week and we will definitely feature them on the podcast thanks those are plugs of the week (laughs) that's all the time we have for today thank you everybody so much for listening and your support it has been a great week a great month um we are super grateful for every new listener out there hi we're literally doing a happy dance this is thanks for your concern follow us on instagram at thanks the number for your concern and my personal instagram is at ella l tutor <laughs> and at bernice diaz m uh, please, please, please rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. Leave us a smiley face. Tell us what you think about us. Give us a compliment. Leave us something nice. You know, whatever. Thank <laughs> All right. Thanks, Bye. everybody. Bye. Bye.